Three years ago, he started in pictures by playing the part of a private in Wake Island. But now, in A Bell for Adano, he plays a corporal. That's right. And playing a corporal is much better than playing a private. Now the studio pays me 60 bucks a month instead of 50. And I don't have to peel any more potatoes for Daryl Zanuck. <laughs> the American Meat Institute presents William Bendix in The Life of Riley. people of America, providing a great food for a great nation. Five million farmers and ranchers raising fine meat animals. 600,000 men and women in more than 3,500 meat packing plants. 400,000 meat retailers. All doing their level best, in face of the enormous demands of war, to put meat on your table. On behalf of all these, the American Meat Institute brings you The Life of Riley. Besides his duties as riveter, Chester A. Riley was appointed a member of the Workers' Welfare Committee at the California War Plant, where he worked. As such, the big boss has asked Riley to investigate a bottleneck named Al Jenkins in the welding department. So here's Riley bursting with importance. Hey, where's this palooka Jenkins that's been flowing down the war effort? Al Jenkins, why? Mm. You, you're bigger than I figured. Uh, maybe we better talk this over quietly, Mr. Jenkins. I, uh, I'm here to save you your job. They're getting ready to fire me, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, they say trouble always comes in threes. Well, what's your other two troubles? My wife. Well, we all got that kind of trouble. I mean, uh, she ain't feeling well. Oh, well, that's too bad. Uh, then I miss my hometown, too. Yeah, I know how that is. What, what's your hometown, Al? Well, did you ever hear of... Oh, Brooklyn. <laughs> did I ever hear of it? Well, you're talking to the founder of the BPLA. Uh, BPLA? Yeah, the Brooklyn Patriots of Los Angeles. <laughs> Al, Al, miss me. I'm glad to know you. Uh, likewise. Uh, uh, what part of the motherland was you lucky enough to inhabit, Mayhap? Uh, 655 Cassiusco Place. No. Hmm? We live right in back of it. No. For sure. 18,000 and a half Garibaldi Terrace. <laughs> Jenkins. Jenkins. Were you the people on the fourth floor over there? Fourth rear. Right. <laughs> well, your old, lady, old lady's wash line, when she pulled it out on a pulley, it used to drift right down on ours. <laughs> yeah, and you know, in a high wind, they got mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> mixed up? Why, one time I wore your old man's red flannels three weeks before we found it out. <laughs> What do you know? Hey, you, it's funny we never met. Well, you were just a kid, but I, I knew all about your family by watching your clothesline. Yeah? You, you, uh, you had three older sisters, right? <laughs> yeah, but uh, how'd you know? Well, Brooklyn boys don't wear bloomers. <laughs> well, well, it's a small world. <laughs> That's a good one, Al. You got a sharp brain there. Picking <laughs> up tracks like that. Al, you're going to have supper at my house tonight. Oh, well, well, thanks, but are you sure you got enough food? Oh, don't worry. So one night I'll go without a third helping. <laughs> Thanks for a swell dinner, Mrs. Riley. Oh, you're welcome, Mr. Jenkins. 
Now you two men sit and smoke. Here, t- take it easy, Al. Well, now, uh, I'm kind of anxious to get home to see my wife. Yeah, Peg, a- Al here says that his wife ain't feeling so good. Oh, is it serious, Mr. Jenkins? Well, yes, ma'am, it's very serious. The fact is that I... We, uh... Well, uh, there's gonna be a... Uh, what they call a... Uh, addition to the family. <laughs> a baby! Oh, isn't that nice? Well, I guess so. Well, congratulations, Al. I'm telling you, it's great to be a father. Believe me, I know. I'm speaking as a two-time winner. Is it your first, Mr. Jenkins? Well, yes, it's all new to me. So, uh, think of the baby. It's all new to him, too. <laughs> well, um, I mean, uh, uh, how will we get by on my salary? Listen, ah, you talk like nobody ever had a baby in their family before. It's been going on for years. And it always will. If people stopped having babies in a hundred years, there'd be no people in the world. And with no people left in the world, what's the use of going on living? Yeah, I know, but you see, I, I can't help worrying over Henrietta. Listen, Al, at a time like this, your wife needs you to be cheerful around her, see? You gotta be what they call a, a, a pillow of strength. Right, Peg? You mean like you were, Riley, when our first baby was born? Well, yeah, I... I, I was too self-modest to say that, but... But that's how Al's got to be, like I was. Tell him how I was. Oh, why don't you tell him, right? Oh, I'm, I'm fixing Al a good stiff drink. Root beer and coke, me. I'm going to run down to the drugstore. I'll be right back. Ah, gee, I wish I had the right outlook like Riley. Well, Mr. Jenkins, it might cheer you up to hear about how Riley acted when we were expecting our first baby. I'll never forget the night I broke the news to Riley. You see, our doctor was dear old Dr. Beach. Everything's going very well. There, uh, in my judgment, uh, you might have the bassinet ready for a little visitor about, oh, mid-September. Oh, my. Uh, how does Mr. Riley feel about the baby? Delighted, I suppose. Well, I, I haven't told him yet. I've been wondering just how to break it to him. Oh, I see. Well, uh, I went to see a movie the other night. Fine story. In this story, the wife just showed her husband a pair of little booties. Right away, he knew, and he took her in his arms. Beautiful moment. Oh, but that's a nice idea. I'll I'll try that. Fine, fine. And don't worry about your appetite, Mr. Dryer. Natural. Entirely natural. Hiya, Peg. Here's your favorite and only husband home again. Well, I brought a whole bag. Like what, dear? The pickles and the whipped cream. Couldn't get any gooseberries. Oh, well, thanks, dear. But right now, I'd rather have some peanut brittle. Peg, what's the matter with your appetite lately? You've been asking for the craziest things. Riley, I... I have something to tell you. Sit down and listen. Oh, I can take it standing up. If it's the rent we owe, they can wait until next time, like last time. (laughs) Well, it's not the rent, dear. It's, It's something very nice. Oh, that's good. Well, go ahead, tell me fast, and let's eat. I'm hungry. Well, Riley, Mm -hmm. what does every married couple want the most? More happiness, more money, and less relatives. (laughs) No, Riley. Listen, even if a couple has everything else in the world, that's the one thing that holds them together in later life. The law. with you, Riley. 
So, look. Here's something I've been knitting. Oh, knitting. <laughs> Thanks, I needed a pair. Dear, they're booty. Yeah, they are pretty. I won't stand. <laughs> that stored off front of an uncle of yours ain't moving in on us. Hey, I told oh, you. Oh, no, it. no, this isn't an uncle. Oh, Ronnie, it's a hey. little. Hey, you, you don't mean it, it's going to be our own little stranger, do you? Ah, yes, Riley. How clever of you to guess it. <laughs> but, Peg, why were you sitting there gabbing? You should have told me. Don't sit there. Get your hat. Let's get started to the hospital. I'll call an ambulance. Oh, Riley, it's not till September. Oh, oh, September. Well, they won't have time to go by trolley. (laughs) Hey, darling, kiss Papa. Are you glad, dear? Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm going to be a father. And that boy's going to have the best that money can buy. What money, Riley? You can't afford much on $16 a week. Oh, yeah, but you're forgetting the raise I'm getting. Riley! Mr. Grimes gave you a raise? Oh, when? Uh, I'm asking him tomorrow. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Uh, Mr. Grimes, uh, could I please uh, speak to you a minute, Mr. Grimes, sir, please? What's the matter, Riley? Shipping room shut down? Oh, I'll, I'll hurry right back as, as soon as I can ask you. Oh, don't hurry on my time, Riley. Save your strength for running home at night. Well, <laughs> speaking of home, Mr. Grimes, that's kind of what I sort of wanted to say. You mm-hmm. see? Ask for a minute and take the afternoon off. Is it a, a social call, Riley, or is it important? Oh, it's important, all right, Mr. Another Grimes. thing, Riley. Yesterday, when you opened a packing case, you threw away two of the nails you pulled out. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> they was bent bad, Pull Mr. Grimes. carefully in the future. That's all right. Well, wait a minute, Mr. Grimes. Uh, uh, the, the, the fact is, is it's my wages. I, I, I'm getting 16 a week. Hurt no. your conscience, eh? <laughs> you know you don't deserve it. No, sir. It's it. Uh, could you let me have a raise, sir, Mr. <laughs> a raise? Well, I... Gotta have at least a dollar more a week. A dollar more? Are you living a double life? <laughs> no, sir. I, I, it's well, well, we're having a new baby at our house. A baby? What kind of a low trick is that to pull on me, Riley? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to ask your permission, sir. <laughs> having a baby just to work on my sympathy, huh? Uh, oh, well. I guess I'll have to do something for you. Oh, thanks. Gosh, thanks, Mr. Grant. Yes, I, uh... I was going to fire you. Fire me? But I'm a soft-hearted fool. So I'll take you back. Oh, thanks, thanks. We'll never have any more children without checking with you first. (laughs) Okay. Naturally, I expect you to recognize my generosity. Sure, certainly, Mr. Grimes. You've got a heart of gold. Yes, I have. So I'll tell you what we'll do. Hello, dear. Did you get the raise? Well, 
That's her running after him. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you don't know who that is. No. Who is it? That's my pal, Digger Odell, the undertaker. Oh, see the grass on his shoes. Guess he's been out playing golf. Oh, uh, Digger. Who calls from down below? It's me, Riley. Digger, look, down, uh, down here, look. Ah, greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. Oh, thanks, Digger. How's everything with you? How's the... Oh, very quiet. Very little turnover lately. <laughs> Tell me, Riley, how long have you been living here underground? Oh, a couple of weeks, but it ain't exactly underground. It's only about six feet. I wouldn't go any deeper if I were you. <laughs> By the way, Riley, I'm on my way to Madison Square Garden to see the prize fight. Killer McCann versus Slugger Johnson. I didn't know you cared about fights. Oh, yes. My favorite pastime is boxing. <laughs> ah, the smoke-filled arena, the gallant gladiators, the roar of the crowd. I adore boxing. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a great sport. I'm crazy about it, too. Then why not come along with me? I have two ringside tickets. I got them from a customer who has no further use for them. <laughs> well, gee, I, I, I would like to go, Digger, but I, I gotta stay home tonight. Too bad, Riley. You should go out more often. You're too young to bury yourself. So call me up sometime. Well, thanks, Digger. Oh, bury me no, 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 no. <laughs> He's a great guy, Digger. I wonder why he ain't more popular. Listen, dear, you're entitled to go out sometimes. Go on to the fight. No, not me, Dublin. I'm spending my free time building things for my son. Wait till them other guys see Junior playing with his toys. They'll wish they'd stayed home more nights. Riley, why are you fixing the pillow in that chair? You're not sleeping in that. Well, sure. You know, any time now, well, 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 well you, you might need me to get the taxi quick. We, we might have to race the stork to the hospital. But you need your sleep, dear. Go on to bed. Not me. I'm sitting up here. Maybe I'll close my eyes a second, but I ain't going to sleep. i got to be ready when you need me. Go back! I forgot to bring my wife! 
One more corner, lady. This is a block. There's the hospital, lady. How you feeling, lady? Oh, uh, I'm all right, thanks. I'm fine. Where are we? Okay, lady, we made it okay. All right, let me help you, lady. Oh, I'm all right, but would you mind helping me get my husband out of the cab? Hey, no, 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 don't be nothing. Hey, don't. We, we, we got here rope. Hey. Yes, dear. Now, just take my arm. That's right. Hey, we, 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 we got up to be brave. I got his feet, lady. Hey, I'll make them walk. That's right, Riley. Now, dear, just take it easy going up the steps. Feet brave. Take feet brave. You're doing fine, Riley. One more step now. That's it. It's okay, officer. Okay. That fellow looks like he was hit by a car. Both legs broke. Nah, it's a maternity case. He's the father. Ah, the poor fellow. The first six of the heart. Now, Peg, you're going to be all right. Don't, uh, stop. My legs. Where'd I leave my legs? Peg. Wait, I'll push open the door. Ah, oh, Mrs. Riley, got your call. Your room is waiting. Thank you, Doctor. Could I have some smelling salts? Certainly. Here you are. Feeling a little nervous? Oh, it's not for me. It's for my husband. Here, dear, sniff this. <laughs> How are you feeling? Sleepy, Doctor. How? When? I have some news for you. You are the mother of a fine baby. Now six hours old. A fine baby girl. Oh, a girl. Better not be around when my husband finds out, Doctor. He hates to be double-crossed. <laughs> <laughs> my husband. Can I see him? Not until tomorrow, I'm afraid. I gave him a sedative. Uh, rest. <laughs> Poor Riley. Oh, don't worry. We'll pull him through. I've never lost a father yet. <laughs> well, Mr. Jenkins, that's the story. He called our daughter Barbara, Bev for short. Oh, here's a picture of her now. She's 16. Oh, a mighty pretty girl. Well, so that's what happened to Riley, huh? Yes. Of course, after all these years, Riley remembers it a little differently. Mm -hmm. Hear him tell it now. He practically ran the hospital that night. And you let him think so, huh? Oh, of course. Well, he'd be hurt if he thought he'd let me down. Well, I won't let Henny down. Riley's story is a lesson to me. Oh, you'll be all right, Jenkins. Keep your mind on your job, and your wife will take care of hers. <laughs> so just relax and don't get in the way. Well, I got the drink. To celebrate, I mix this to Riley Boilermaker. Root beer, Coke, and ginger ale. Hey, Jenkins. Oh, thanks. Well, you took long enough, Riley. I've told Mr. Jenkins the whole story of the night Babs was born. Oh, there you go again, Peg, boasting about me. <laughs> uh, Mr. Riley, the way you, you uh, uh, stood by your wife, I tell you, it was a lesson to me. Oh, yeah, I handled everything okay. Didn't it, Peg, yeah? oh, Wonderful, dear. So you see what I mean, Jenkins? Stay on your job. Don't worry. Keep cool. Believe me, Al, having a baby is a cinch. Ask any man. 
The Rileys will be right back. If you're like a lot of women, you're wondering how you can best manage good meals for your family under today's meat situation. The best advice the meat people can give you is to do your planning, not at home, but right at the meat counter around whatever meat there is. If you go to the market with your heart set on a roast, you may be disappointed. But if you decide to look first and give that ingenuity of yours half a chance, you'll soon find it's possible to plan good meals around whatever meat is at hand. Maybe your meat man will have some stew meat. Well, there you have the makings of a fine, juicy, brown-crusted meat pie. Or you may be able to get ground meat. You know how the family likes a good meat loaf. Or if you find pork sausage links or patties, try baking them on top of a cornmeal batter pudding or in a casserole with layers of sweet potatoes and apples. Become familiar with the new point values effective today and make the most of the meat you get. For remember, meat is a yardstick of protein food because meat measures up to every protein need. The nutritional statement just made about meat is accepted by the Council on Foods and Nutrition of the American Medical Association. Why don't he fall? Why don't he fall? I told Jenkins to call me from the hospital as soon as it happens. Now, Riley, don't get excited. Yeah, but he promised our dog. That's it. Uh, uh, oh, oh, wow. Ah, how is everything? Oh, that's swell. What is it? A him or a her? Wow. Well, what is it, Riley? It's a them. <laughs> Starring William Bendix and Riley and presented by the American Meat Institute next week at the same time. Next week, Riley adds another gray hair when his son, Junior, runs away from home. William Bendix appears on The Life of Riley by arrangement with Hal Roach. Digger O'Dell is played by John Brown. Al Jenkins is Benny Rubin. And Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. The script was written by Ashmead Scott, Alan Lipscott, and Reuben Schiff. Don Bernard directed with music by Lou Cosmo. This is Ken Niles in Hollywood suggesting you live The Life of Riley next week. <laughs>